0: If you knew you were starting a business that would generate you $1 million per year, how much would you be willing to invest today?
1: Travis Ferris is a real estate entrepreneur, sales coach, team leader, public speaker, and community builder. He's done the work with over $500 million in total sales. Now he's welcoming you to the table, but make sure you're ready. The coffee is for closers only. The mindset's the one thing that's going to keep you going. Coffee for Closers is powered by Collab Agents. Here's your host, Travis Ferris.
0: All right, welcome listeners to the Coffee for Closers podcast fueled by Collab Agents. Again, I'm having fun riffing and bringing on just amazing people. I think today is probably the the biggest and best guest we've had thus far. Someone we've been friends with for probably over 15 years. We actually met uh, Tim story as basically kids in, in college in, in a certain place in life. And we were just kind of riffing before this. And where we're at today is completely different than we were when we met Tim. But again, he has had absolutely the same trajectory in life. We, we're going to dive into a lot of these things. The one thing I will say about Tim's story as well is Someone who's so busy and working on so many different projects that you can go grab lunch with him and the phone stays down. So as far as being able to just segment time and give you just utmost respect, that's him. So we're so happy to have you on as a guest, Tim. I know we're going to dive into a lot of these things that you're working in. We want to hear about what you've done, what you're doing and what you've got
1: planned. So thank you for coming on, my friend. What a privilege. Travis, when I think of you, I think of being in good shape. So no matter what shape I'm in, when you would come up to me and we would dialogue, I'm like, holy schmoly, this guy. (laughs) But health and nutrition has always been very important to you, right? Absolutely. We just had baby number two.
0: So, you know, the I think a lot of the things that we see in in life are journeys and like the You know, health, nutrition, and fitness have always been part of our life, and uh, it kind of took a back burner there for number two, and we're we're diving back into it. So um, it's kind of kind of fun actually to spin things up like that.
1: I'm excited about this uh, conversation because I really feel like it's almost like the great conversations we get to have in private, and now we're bringing it to um, our viewing and listening audience. So I'm 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 looking forward to this conversation because both of us are about building people, enhancing people, and helping them to have the a better life.
0: Hundred percent, yeah, it's absolutely it's taking people from where they're at and helping them grow, which again is why we've always been you know attracted to to diving in with you. So we'll 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 hit some things right off the bat because you know there's a couple things. Obviously, if you haven't picked up the book. The Miracle Mentality, Get It, Amazon, you know, I've read all your books and and that one is just absolutely phenomenal. We can dive into kind of the the core elements of that. And then the one thing that we've always done in realizing how to build uh, successful is something, you know, around community. Yes. So I know we can get an intro now, but then we'll dive right into it. You know, this community that you're building, go ahead and just introduce it and kind of a little bit about what to expect from it.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that I think is very important is that that while we are scaling and while we are moving up in life, in whatever endeavor we're doing, it's very important that at the same time that there is power and partnership. And Travis, I always say this, like, number one, in order to get to where you need to be in life, you have to wake up. Absolutely. So... You know, Travis at an early age, because I know your story, you you like woke up and you said, I know I'm supposed to do something. Secondly, you have to take inventory and you say, what do I have? What do I not have? It's almost like um, when you go grocery shopping, you got to check what's in the refrigerator, what's in the cupboard, You, you take inventory. So you become awake, you take inventory. Thirdly, you have to partner with the right people. This is where people are really missing it. And what I mean by that is that there used to be a time, more Travis, like in your grandparents' day, where there was an art of conversation. Conversation was very important. I mean, it could be like, come over for lunch. And it was like long conversations. Yeah, Come over for dinner, long conversations. People going on walks long conversation so there was power and partnership today with the iphone and the smart devices it's so easy just to text and say you called somebody or do a one to two minute call and think you connected with someone so one of the things that i have done is i have created a community of four men that we actually dialogue where we have real conversations about the various things in our life, about our physical life, about our mental mindset, mindset hygiene, how we're feeling, our jobs, our families, our finances, how we're dealing with difficult times. And that's been a beautiful thing for me. And so we have a group of men called World Shakers that you're a part of. And uh, it's a it's a beautiful community of men from all over the world. And it's working
0: 100 percent. And that's uh, knowing you. We've always we've always tried to, you know, get around you and, you know, surround yourself by successful people. Because, again, when we were kids, you know, we were talking about it, you want to make X amount of money, which it's not the only measure. But you, you don't know how to do it yet. You know, and coming out of college, you're like, all right, how do you do this? So you're experiencing something new to help you get there. And we've just kind of been living that way. So I'm super excited to be popping into this community because, you know, it's going to be a, a fantastic, not just for yourself, but the people that you put into it, which when you kind of see like a community built by the person that you're emulating and, you know, mentor with, you know, it's going to be kind of a, a trusted resource. Uh, it's also, um, it's amazing because I've I've done some men's groups as well to where I'm mm-hmm. super excited to hop in here because I think... Uh, Men process things different. Men uh, yes. have different feelings or men have feelings, but they, they typically, you know, they don't deal with them correctly. You said, you know, mental hygiene, which there is massive power in being able to, to get into a group like this and saying like, this happened, I feel. And it's amazing that probably 99% of men, especially they, they, they don't process those emotions Thinking that it's weakness when in actuality it's the utmost power, you know, gifted by God type thing. So
1: Yeah, great way of saying it. Like, for instance, if I look at my uh, WhatsApp and text just for the last two hours, so one guy is from South Africa and this man is worth no less than $600 million in real money. Another gentleman that was looking for my time is about to buy a sports team in Europe at a crazy, crazy, crazy amount of money. The other person that just texts me, not on WhatsApp, but just texts me, is a person that was formerly the manager of probably five of our biggest movie stars or women. And it's interesting that part of the conversations they want to have with me is about what they're going through. So Travis, as you know, a lot of men have been about getting to a destination, thinking to that, thinking about getting to that destination will somehow maybe eliminate a lot of the problems or give us these feelings or endorphins that will make us feel like watch. Yeah. We won the trophy. But men, you know, wow, there's challenges on the way up and there's challenges on the mountaintop. So I'm finding that men are becoming more and more open about expressing themselves.
0: For sure. And uh, I, th- I think I think a lot of us have gone through the, those moments of perspective shifts. And that's really where where you get it, because I've been guilty and I'm sure almost every person of when you live that way, it's like telling you know, the universe and God, it's about saying like, all right, well, my goal is to get to my deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not the goal. You know what I mean? That's the destination to where uh, the craziest things is some of the craziest, hardest, most difficult struggle years. Looking back, were actually our best. And that's, you know, the journey that, that we kind of alluded to. So yeah, what type of journey? I mean, what type of journey are we going through? You know, in this World Shaker Society, like what can we expect from it?
1: Yeah, so with the with the World Shaker Society that at this time is for men, and it's a smaller group of just a hundred men. But I am going to start in September World Shakers Society for women, and oh, I got the best. And they they come from around the world because I've been to seventy eight countries, as as you know. But what what I'm really into is what you're into. And that is the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. A lot of us have been turned on to a lady by the name of Carol Dweck. And she is a professor at Stanford University. And she talks about something very simple. I mean, I'm sure you taught it and I taught it. We just didn't write the book. About that some people just get fixed in their mindset. It's kind of like this way that my father was, this way that my mother was, the way my grandfather was. Gets this is how I'm going to be. Guy says to me the other day, he said, you know, my father got cancer and I'm probably going to get cancer. I said, you know, I got to kind of stop you there. He goes, well, it runs in the family. To me, that's a real fixed mindset. Yeah. So for the World Shaker Society for men and then the women coming up, the whole idea is that we have the ability to get better in all areas of our life. So when you when you look at the areas of your life, let's walk through this quickly, you have your mindset. I like this statement, your mindset is yours to set. Travis, this is an area I've always been very impressed with you. Uh, I think it comes from more than sports, and we'll get into this in a little while, but you've had always had a very strong mindset okay so the areas of your life is your mindset then you have your physical body then you have your spiritual life okay so that's number three then you have your your job then you have your finances okay then you have your relationship whether you're single married dating someone okay then you have your extended family. And then you have your social life. When I life coach really powerful men, they'll say to me, Tim, why are we talking about the social life? I'm having problems. I'm being sued <laughs> by people. And I, I'll say to them, you know what? Have you ever noticed that you're if you're in a, a small room and everything's tight, you start to get claustrophobic. The proper social life opens up doors and opens up windows. Really think about that, Travis, even for your own life. When you are under so much pressure and you don't go walk the beach and you don't take your wife out to dinner and you don't take your children to the park, would you admit you feel like the walls are closing in on
0: you? 100%. And I think some of these other areas of your life can, can't like finances. I mean, that's someone I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to. It's hundred percent though. It's, if you're not almost releasing and just keeping it pent up, it just, it just feeds on itself and kind of is the downward spiral.
1: Yeah. So that's where I look. And as you, you brought up the book, the miracle mentality, where that came from, Travis is in my travels, I would be in like I'd be in beautiful places. Like I would be in like Rome and I would see people acting miserable in beautiful places. Like they'd be at the Colosseum in Rome. Like to me, that's exciting. Yep. And I'd see them tired and arguing with their kids. I would see them at the Vatican. I'd see them in the museum, seeing the amazing people Painting of of uh, Michelangelo and grouchy people, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> they're in like these beautiful places they dreamt of coming, and they're they're not in they're not in enjoying themselves. So I, in the book, the miracle mentality, I say, life is usually found in these categories. Number one, the mundane. Mundane is the status quo. The regular, it's like this. Travis, how's your wife doing? Okay. How are your kids? Okay. How's your business? Okay. That's the mundane. Then you have what I call the messy. The messy is the disheveled, where something's always out of place. We both know people that live messy lives. Yes. So you have the mundane, you have the messy, oh, but you think you're done there. You're not. It escalates. It can go to the madness. The madness is the chaotic. That's what happened to a lot of people during pandemic. That's what happened to a lot of people in 2008 when we had this big real estate crisis. This is what's happening to a lot of people's minds now when they're afraid of a real estate crisis and also a recession. But in the midst of the mundane, the messy, and the madness, me and you believe you can still hold on to this miracle mentality and a miracle is something magical extraordinary not normal and uncommon and that's how me and you choose to 100% yeah
0: i think you used a powerful word there as well as far as choose you know because you and the thing is you can choose to see the miracle or not when it's happening in your life. And I think so many of those people are choosing not to, which is what's allowing them to kind of live in the mundane, the messy or the madness.
1: So number one, so proud of you and your wife and your children and the family that you're creating, because when I first met you, you guys were just dating uh, like two amazing humans and um, met you in Hawaii as you as you talked about and the thing I saw in you Travis was just a lot of potential but I see potential in other people but I'm I'm so happy that you decided to do something about it and I would say that that wife of yours probably helped quite a bit. <laughs> That to to say
0: the least, absolutely. It's I I don't take credit for anything. Again, I take credit for all of the people around us who have kind of helped us get vision, get a blueprint. Nisa, who's just a a high level woman herself, yeah. She uh, she excellent. There was no other option besides excellence for myself and our household, and she's definitely held us to it. Which uh, I don't think I'd, I'd have it any other way, Tim. You know, I think. As far as we, and we're going to riff on this too, as far as growth is, you know, the greatest letdown you can have in life is to get to the end of your life and not be the person you are supposed to be. And you should definitely find a partner that's going to help you get there. And I uh, was blessed enough to have that. And then again, blessed enough for her to actually introduce uh, you to our family. So thank you so much for everything you've done and all the people.
1: Yes, it's it's a privilege to be a part and be like the uncle to your children. So, Travis, one of the things about this new book, The Miracle Mentality, and thank you for reading this book, because I just, I just think that it's essential reading. One of the things that I, I started finding when I would travel the world, I, I've now been to 78 countries, and I was recently in Melbourne, Australia. And when I talk to little kids, let's say like if they're five, six, seven, eight years of age because there's still like a lot of innocence at that age. If I was to say, what do you want to be when you get older? They say things like an astronaut, or they say something like, I want to be an NBA player, or I want to be a singer. It's, it's, It's not usually something very, very small, and it's definitely never something that's not successful. So I started doing a lot of research on the innocence of children's imaginations. So, the book Miracle Mentality really came from this idea of aligning ourselves with the innocence of who we really are. So, when I say that, what goes to your mind?
0: So, when we talk about this, and I've always loved this concept, is what happened to us? What happened to our thinking? How can children be so positive about everything? How can they be so. I think as a, as as adults they they kind of come and they they compress and yes. push down their thinking to to become smaller and smaller and smaller and to be frank I think we're going to go here and I hope so the people really do it in life still think that way they still think yeah. big.
1: So when you just said that I wrote down three things is it one of the things that changes people is disappointments. So if we look at young Travis Give me a disappointment that happened to you when you were younger. Maybe you didn't make a team. You went out for a team and you did not make a team. Or maybe there was something you wanted to buy because other kids in the neighborhood had that. Or maybe there was a girl you liked and you didn't get her. Or you struggled in a certain subject. You tell me first and then I'll tell you.
0: Oh, I mean, all of the above wanted a four-wheeler, didn't get a (laughs) four-wheeler. stresses of, of hockey and trying to, trying to progress to, you know, the elite and there are just, uh, lots of different instances caught. This sounds terrible because it's such a blessing. I got, I got a hand me down car, which again, getting a car is such a blessing, but it was a purple Plymouth breeze. And you're just like, I'm going to drive this purple Plymouth breeze around just all, all, all funny things then, but I'm pretty sure they were a big
1: deal at the time. Yeah. So, I'll go down deeper as far as my, how young I was. I, I remember as a kid liking this girl named Carrie Mitchell. And um, she was in sixth grade and uh, Travis, I was minding my own business. And she went riding down the street on a Schwinn bicycle and her hair was blowing in the wind. And that was like the first real time I went like this, what, like this, like. And what happened is that I thought she kind of liked me, whatever that was going to mean, right? Yeah. And I had this really good friend named Scott, who was my buddy. We had, had kind of like been in fourth grade together, fifth grade together, sixth grade together and played sports. He was a good guy. And one day I saw him walking home from school, holding her hand. And I was like blown away. Like I felt betrayed, even though Scott didn't know I liked her. I felt rejected. It was just a lot at one time. But it's it, it's so funny because I just seemed so innocent back then. But that was one of those things of a of a life disappointment. Because in my mind, I thought that Carrie and I had such a great little connection and a way of conversation. And then I kind of had to be the nice guy and then say, so Carrie, what do you like about Scott? Oh, he's so kind. Even my mother likes him. He comes over for lunch. I'm like,
0: this sucks. Yep, absolutely.
1: So I I know we're
0: uh, we're talking about some some things as well. One of the things that I've always, I guess, done is, is surrounding yourself with great people and, and building communities to essentially get from where we are to where you are and, and or where you want to be. Again, the, that sphere of like, you know, who are, who are the five people you're around? You know, you'll be the sixth or, or yeah. the saying around that. I know that you're working on tons of different projects. Um, we're going to dive in a little bit more to Miracle Mentality. Mm-hmm. World Shaker Society. So this this community that you're building of like-minded individuals, what can you tell us about like what to expect with that? I've just popped into it, and I'm super excited to kind of see where it's going to take us. Yeah, what's going on with that? What what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I I created something that I've been working on for three years called the World Shaker Society for for men, and then we're gonna we're gonna launch a women's division of it in about. 3 to 4 months but here's how here's how it works so i remember one time i was sitting there talking to john paul de john paul de jora sold one company for over 5 billion and i honestly thought to myself man i wish and i thought of a friend was in this conversation cuz he could he can garner so much information recently i was at my friend glenn stern's house it is a house that is over $42 million, this house, $42 million. And he's at the millionaire level. And he asked me to stay over. I had spoken at an event at his house, and we were just dialoguing. And I literally thought, man, I wish and I thought of a friend could be at his house. So whether being in the studio for 15 years with Kanye West getting to be around Jay-Z, Beyonce, last night being with one of the biggest stars in the world. I ate dinner with her last night. I thought to myself, I live such a strange life because of my gifting as a therapist life coach, right? I want to be the guy that throws the party, that brings people into the room, that we can dialogue. We can dialogue about our physical lives, how we're feeling, our mental mindset, our jobs, our finances, our disappointments, our children, our lack of children. So I started sharing this with some people that do well and they're like, we're in, let's do it. Let's rock and roll. But then I said to them, but guys, My goal is not just to bring in the Richard Bransons of life. I want to bring in men that are kind of like in a horse race, but right now they look like they're in seventh place
0: Yeah, with a bad jockey. Absolutely and it's you're you're tailoring it specifically to men as well right?
1: This this particular one world shakers for men is for men and then the women's coming in a few months. Perfect. And and every one of my powerful guys because I've got some guys into the billionaire world said Tim, brilliant thinking. It's so much how you think because Travis, you never know who's going to go into the inside lane and become something gigantic. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So we have this group called World Shakers Society, and it's, it's four men who want to grow and also want to make impact in this world. So that's one thing that I have been very fortunate to do is to collaborate with the likes of the Magic Johnsons in the, in the world and the Oprah Winfrey's and make mega impact on the world. And so this is what World Shakers Society is about. And I had you on my initial list, and I'm so glad you're part of what we're doing. And I'm going to tell you one reason, Travis, that I, I wanted to recruit you is because you have an unusual mindset. You think beyond. You decided not to settle for a just a okay life. And by getting some of my friends to pour into you and you pouring into them you're gonna do nothing but escalate.
0: For sure, I, I'm so excited to, to dive into that because you you've been definitely a huge mentor, influence, and friend for us. One of the, the great pearls that you can take away from this is just emulating blueprinting. Again, when we were kids, we were bartending and going to college, not making anything, and we were like, "I know." And it's it's super funny because ask yourself better questions. But you know, the first question people Probably ask themselves is how do I make six figures that that initially want to start to grow and build and we surrounded ourselves with people that kind of helped us get there and then we got there and realized it wasn't what we thought it was and so you know yeah. you're, you you kind of go from horizon to horizon and basically kind of standing on the shoulders of giants I'm so excited to get in this group and I'm sure it's going to be individuals that are far beyond me but that's what I love to do I I. I jump in the ocean. If I'm a fish, I know that I'll grow there. And that is one of my full-time jobs is trying to make myself uncomfortable and surround myself with people far greater than me, which again is why we kind of did the, the podcast in general. Yeah. But again, it for men is because, you know, we've talked about it that I've, I've been in some men, men's groups as well. And men, you know, they can say what they want or or lie however they want, but men have a hard time internalizing, processing, and dealing with emotions. They look at emotions kind of as a weakness when, in all actuality, it's a gift from God. When you hit that emotion and you know your heart's on fire and it connects to your stomach, heart, and your head, you you it's you are unstoppable.
1: Enjoyed this episode of Coffee for Closers? Subscribe to the show anywhere you find podcasts and follow Collab Agents on social at Collab Agents.